JD Talking Sports. It is Sunday, July 17, 2017. JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Yankees shut out for the first time this season. Jackie Bradley Jr. robbed Aaron Judge of a home run, 400-something foot. What in that? In the center field corner? You know, they have that little... I don't even know what to call it, but it's an interesting part of the stadium. At If you've ever been to Fenway, the Green Monsters, I know it looks big on TV. It's awesome. It is a great freaking stadium. I haven't been there in a long time, but I loved it. They used to have the big cheese there. They cut a pizza into four slices. Today is podcast number 150 for me. You know, I like I like that number. Just I had to get there. I, I was going to bed. I needed to go to bed. Ran nine miles and changed today, and my feet are killing me. Got my workout set up for tomorrow morning. Wake it up at 5. I know it's uh, it's 11.28 local time. New Jersey local time. It's okay. All right, Isaac. Now, Roger Federer today won his 19th Grand Slam record, 8th Wimbledon title. And uh, Chillick was crying. They said he was crying and what... Uh, Piers Morgan made fun of his crime. You know what, dude? Are you playing with him? You know, I did talk about guys complaining of injuries, but I, I don't think uh, Chillick was uh, doing it for shits and giggles. I, you know, I was out running. My fellow said he looked good the first set, and then something happened, and he looked like he hurt himself. Something was off. Lost in three sets. Piers, why don't you go out there for a week? You know what? First of all, it is stressful, high, st- stressful tennis. You're playing for the Wimbledon Championship, and maybe you just didn't have it that day. And it sucks. And you have to, I don't know. I feel like people go to social media, and they just put up, boom, instant reaction. And that's why it's good to sometimes not go on social media and not react. Have time to process, think about it, whatever. Something had to happen. My father thinks he had an anxiety attack because he didn't, he wasn't calling over, they brought over the, trainer and he didn't get any help he didn't get any treatment or anything who knows you know sometimes you know like when I go for those runs in those days when I'm feeling good and then I get out there and I'm running and then I feel like complete complete shit just complete shit yeah sometimes you're good you know you have that uh you have that good day and then you have that bad day Watch the 30 for 30 with uh, Mike and Mike and the Mad Dog and Chris Russo. It was pretty freaking good. It was actually, I really enjoyed it, to be honest with you. I really did. You know, it was interesting. Talking to my dad now. Russo, I'm sorry, Francesa lost a brother, 35-year-old brother, committed suicide. Father left at eight. Made it seem like he's something. He's very guarded, very private about his private life. They, they, were, they were amazing together. Now, when I was in college, I was offered an internship at FAN. This was 88, I think. You know, just when they're getting started at FAN, and I didn't do it. Maybe 89, and Jesus what a putz I was. And one of the guys actually lived in our town, one uh, Hollander, one of the one of the 
producers on the show. For, actually, was on the sh- with the producer on the show for ten years, and they were like gods. And then you know, it's, my dad said, you know what? It was stacking. Like they would get things would happen over time, and then they didn't talk for two months at one point. And there was a very poignant moment at the end because Chris used to bring his dad in, and they got along. You know, his dad used to go got along great with Francesca because they're both Yankee fans. And here was Chris, who was a freaking Giants, San Francisco Giants fan. And I, when they made the, this this is where he screwed up, Russo. He he denied the reports that he was going to Sirius, and then he did, and he got on the radio. And Francesca said, you know, he deserved to have that moment with the fans where he, you know, his send off, and he was crying. And then, and then Chris Russo's dad got on the phone. And said, uh, will you still talk to me? He goes, you're killing me, you're killing me. But you could tell the emotion right there, 19 years together. I highly recommend it, especially if you were grew up around. I mean, you, they were all singing the theme song and all that stuff. I, I, you know, it was like, and there was, you know, they got a little too big for the britches at points. But, you know, it was still like must listen. Five hours, five days a week, man. That is amazing to do that kind of radio. And it was an arranged marriage. They didn't want to be on with each other. They were both wanted to be on their own show. And they're, they, you know what? And it's interesting. I thought of, I know, Strahan and Ripa, but Strahan kind of, they Kelly Ripa was the last one to find out. I don't know why they do shit like that. You know, if you're leaving, have the decency to tell a person, especially if it's someone you've been there with, there with and Ripa and Strahan were not on this long. But then you have Golick and Greenberg, that, that the way they handled that, terribly. Francesca and Russo, terribly. But my father brought up the point about stacking is that little things add up and then they just explode. And what happened was that... That... Russo was on by himself, and he wanted his own. He said, why does it have to be Mike and the Mad Dog? It should just be Mike. I should only have an introduction for myself. And, you know, it kind of pissed. It, it, they, they, had an, they got into an argument in the, in behind closed doors. And even the first show, Russo said, can I talk? Can I talk? It did not go well. And the, the producer of the show came home to his wife, and she said, it's great. He thought it went, he didn't think, think, thought it went terribly. And his wife goes, they got something here. They got something here. And it was. I mean, they're fir- they were the first guys when they had uh, press row. They didn't have any press row. When they went to the first Super Bowl that they did. And actually, I, I, I heard Russo talking about that. Was it the 89 Super Bowl? It was the Niners. They were New Orleans. It was Niners, Broncos. And he, and I saw Russo on, where did I see him? Oh, I saw him on ESPN. And he was talking about how Madden brought him up and showed how the Niners were going to totally dominate, and they ended up winning the game 55-10. So, obviously, he knew what he was talking about. And he said he, those are the moments that he cherished. You know, very good. Very good. I highly recommend it. If you get a chance to see it, it was it, it was awesome. I mean, especially a New York fan. And it was interesting just about how they started FAN and they brought it. It was Jim Lampley was on and Greg Gumbel. And then they had a guy out of Cleveland. They said, how, you know, how do you have... How do you have a New York station and you don't have New York people on the station? You know, they had people that were from other parts of the country. And now they talk about how everybody's tried to, you know, basically copies Mike and the Mad, which they do. But they were the originals. They were the first. They broke the mold with them. It was nobody else like them. And, and Russo would go, and... <laughs> and he'd go, you know, and he, he still has the same kind of energy. There's a scene with him, with his wife and when he's leaving work and he goes, she, he goes, you just want me to get out of here. And you could tell she, he's got a lot, still got a lot of fucking energy. Yeah. And they, the friend, uh, Francesca con, you know, they had this whole thing. All these fans were like, you know, it's like they, st- they still to this. And that's what, uh, 
oh, oh, on Channel 2, what the guy does all the golf, and, uh, oh, man, I'm blanking on him. Jim Nance. Jim Nance was saying how people t- still want them. It's, what's it been, nine, ten years since, they, since they've been on the air together, and people still want them. They still hope that they'll make a reunion. You know, when, when you had something great, you want them to come back, and, you know, hey, Francesca's done in December. Well, I guess we'll see what happens on that front. Yeah. It, it it was it was it was cool. Yankees first time shot it all season. I, I was I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, Roger Federer, straight sets, unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe it. that's what he said. And and Cespit is sat out today, but it's going to start Monday versus the Cardinals with a hip soreness. Dude, man, you got something has to change. They got destroyed today. Mets got destroyed. 13-4, I think. I saw this ESPN. Aaron Judge versus Mookie Betts is the newest rivalry inside Yankees-Red Sox saga. Oh, and, and Marina, Marina Alex. I looked her up. Well, it was on today. Joe Buck calling the Women's U.S. Open at Trump's golf course in Marina Alex leads all Americans at the U.S. Women's Open good for her man she carried the banner the Wayne native delivered a pressured pack bogey free final round for Sunday 70 tied for 11 the best finish by an American her two under par 70 in front of Family, friends, and Donald Trump marked her third time breaking par on the old course at Trump National Golf Club. She said, it was tough going into it. I knew there was going to be a ton of fans and just a ton of pressure to play well. I handled the best I could, so I'm pleased. She's a two-time New Jersey champion at Wayne Hills High School. Heard yells of Jersey on Sunday on every hole. Yeah, I'm really glad that the state of New Jersey and the community found an interest in coming out to watch me and then watching women's golf and being out there, so I'm really happy. By the time she reached the par 5 18th, Alex had more than three dozen family members, friends, even a couple of her former teachers in her gallery. She did a great round of signed autographs as she came off the course. Her parents, Stephen Marissa, and younger brother, Anthony, all of whom now live in Florida, were able to stay with family during the week and reconnect with friends. She said, it's been fantastic seeing all our old friends and being with our family. It's indescribable. She played great in the presidents here. It's fantastic. It's outrageous. And she handled the pressure unbelievably. Everyone's... Everybody she's played golf with in all the years here, you know, it was like a homecoming, said her dad. It's very special to come back to New York where we grew up and watch her play in a U.S. Open. St. Anthony, who won three state title, three state group titles in, her, in his three years at Wayne Hills, and especially have her f- play fantastic golf these four days. It's amazing to watch. She's her fourth. Alex is in her fourth season on the LPGA Tour. This marked her second best finish at a major. In July of 2014, she finished ninth at the Women's British Open. She lives in Florida now, Alex. She says, I feel I've improved so much from then to now in terms of my game. It's just nice to be back close to the lead. She didn't get suffer bogey over her final 30 holes of the Open. She played the final 30 holes at 6-under. All right. Good for her, man. I am freaking pumped. I was looking at the leaderboard. I was like, holy shit, there she is. I was like, yeah, all right. My mother, 
played tennis with her mother, Marissa, for years before they moved down to Florida. Said she met the daughter like one time, but ever since then, I've just, I don't know. I just, I'm rooting. She doesn't, she never met me, but you know what? I'm rooting for. And you know what? That's, that, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. I'm looking for, what have I been looking at? I've been looking for, I need a sandbag for my soccer goals for my kids' classes. And Red Sox filing formal protest after that no call yesterday. Hey, Nats acquired relievers Sean Doolittle and Ryan Madsen from A's. They said, and uh, Dusty Baker said either of them could be, they could probably both be closers. Yankees won the opener 3 nothing, and then they lost the second game 3 nothing. But the now Gregorius Didi hit a home run in the first, but Sabathia, six inning, two... Two hits, shut up all, eight and three. Chapman got his ninth save. The Yankees are now 47 and 43. Sox are 52 and 41. Liberty got the route today over the Mystics at the Garden. I'm like, okay, good for Liberty. Get that win. Because they are playing some shitty basketball. And Indians, Abraham Almonte hit a 505-foot home run today. Longest home run in StatCast era. And Bob Booth, broadcasting legend who called Don Larson's perfect game, died today. So did freaking Marta Lando died today. Died Saturday, 89 years young. I loved him. I loved Eddie in Edwood. I loved him in Edwood. Loved him. Yeah, he died Saturday. And Quincy Nunwa is convinced the Jets are taking. Hard to argue with that. Quincy, I, I, I agree with you. And uh, Yeah. They say Maria Sharp, uh, Sharapova fit and ready for summer run after returning from 15-month drug suspension. Yeah, I hope she loses first round, everyone. I'm, I never was a fan of her. I'm just, yeah. yeah Sharapova, didn't miss you. Don't miss you. You know, coming back, I want Serena to kick your ass when she gets back. Tanaka took the loss in the second game, 7-9 now. Yankees held scoreless, David Price. But Tanaka did not pitch poorly today. And I think the, I think the win by the the Liberty, the win gets them back to. Yeah, Mets lost thirteen four. Yankees lost the second game. Tanaka, I want to make sure Tanaka pitched. Ah, seven and two thirds, eight hits, three runs, nine Ks. Better than he's pitching lately. All right, Mets got destroyed today. Blackman hit an inside the park home run. I love that beer, dude. Cabrera and Duda hit home runs today. But Matt's got this Matt's got the shit kicked out of him today. Not a good performance. Yeah. Matt's one inning, nine hits, seven. Oof. Yeah, you're not gonna win any games. Cabrera hit his ninth and Duda with his fifteenth. Lucas Duda, man. You know, they keep saying they want to get rid of him, but he's, you know, he, 15 home runs. Yeah, 33. But 50, it's, he knocks the shit out of that ball, man. The Liberty only won by 30 over the Mystics today. Bria Hartley scored 15. But Bria, Bill Bear put Bria Hartley back at the starting lineup for Sugar Rogers. Scored 15 points. Rogers had 14 off the bench. Liberty 9 and 9. Up 16 in the first. Well, Elena Deladon 
was out with a right ankle injury. That hurts. Hartley had just had 13 points combined the previous five games. And Hartley and Kiavon were traded to the Liberty from the Mystics before the season started. Mystics fell to 11-9. Liberty Reserves came into the game averaging 14.8 points per game, last in the league. Bench had 41 points in the game. Liberty finished up a three-game homestand. They played Connecticut on Wednesday, 9-9. Come on, guys. Come on, ladies. Not guys. Ladies. Come back. Let's get it going. All right. I just realized I need to get my ass in bed. It is, oh my God, yeah. It is too late for JD Talking Sports to be up. Martin Landau, you rest in peace. Bob Wolf, rest in peace. I loved Eddie, Eddie. I freaking loved him in that movie. All right, let me get to my trivia questions. Come on, trivia, trivia, trivia. Okay. Okay. Okay, last night's trivia question. What NHL team has played the most playoff games since the start of the 2012 postseason? Rangers with 46 games. Tonight's trivia question. Celtics record for most points in a preseason game. Celtics record for most... I almost told the answer. That's I was. Celtics record for most points in a postseason game. I got to check the... You know, I didn't see the Mets are going to play... I did not see the Yankees are going to play bah, 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 tomorrow night. They're hosting the Twins. Oh no, they're at. They're, I'm sorry, they're at Minnesota, and there's no pitching matchup for tomorrow. And the Mets, who dropped to who, 41 and 48. Yikes! They're going to play host the Cardinals tomorrow. Adam Wainwright for Zach Wheeler, who's pitched like shit lately. All right, Yankees, Mets. We need something good, man. Liberty got a win today. Roger Federer, Myrna Alex, congratulations, best American, 11th place. Really, looked at she finished the 6th best, but, you know, there was a lot of people bunched up all over, but basically top 10 in my opinion. But top American at the U.S. Women's Open today, and she did it in front of families, family and friends, and President Trump. Can't beat that. Hope this translates to more. She hasn't she hasn't won a tournament uh, on the LPGA. She hasn't won a tournament yet, but I feel it's coming. It is coming. All right, folks. Have a great freaking night. I gotta go to bed. Peace out. And see Mike and Mad Mike Mike and the Mad Dog. Thirty for thirty. Highly recommend it. Especially if you're from around this area. Very nostalgic. I miss it. I miss it a lot. Peace out. <laughs>